You're listening to The Wedding Whisperer with Sarah Burton of Simply Love Studio in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm here today with Michelle Franzetti with Franzetti Photography. And Michelle actually came up with this specific topic um, because it's something that she is very passionate about. And she wants to share some tips with you on how to get great reception photos. Let's talk a little bit about who you are, Michelle, and how you became a photographer to start with. Hi, Sarah. Well, I am a little embarrassed about my how I became a photographer story. It's not as deep and meaningful as I would like. Uh, The truth is there was a boy that I thought was really cute and I wanted him to notice me. And so I went out and got a camera because he was interested in photography. However, this story has a happy ending because now I have a great business and that boy is my husband. At least he's your husband now. Right. It worked out. (laughs) Yeah, it worked out. Perfect. How long have you been shooting weddings? We've been doing weddings together for about seven years now. Okay. And then how long have you been like dabbling with photography before you got into the to the wedding world? I would say officially dabbling with a DSLR, which is the camera most people think of when they think of a professional photographer, for about 10 years. But when I look back, I was always the person with a camera in my friends group. Um, I'm always the person who posted things back when people did Facebook albums and you used to have to carry around a separate camera because we didn't have great cameras on our phones. And then I also look back and my dad had a camera. So I think um, under the surface, it's been there for a while. So does Nick still shoot? Yes, absolutely. So Nick is, we are both full-time in our business together. We both shoot weddings together. And then we each have parts of our business that belong to each of us. So I shoot a lot of boudoir, which my husband does not participate in. And then he actually does a lot of videography, both for our wedding clients and commercial clients. And how many weddings have you shot in the past seven years? Do you do you know? That is a wonderful question. I would definitely say it's in the hundreds, but I don't know that I could get more specific than that. Maybe I should add that up one day. That's fair. After like year three or four, I just quit counting. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Why do, why do you shoot weddings? What makes them special for you? That is a great question to ask any photographer in summertime in Kentucky. <laughs> oh, gosh, there's so many things to love about weddings. You know, if I'm being totally honest, I would say the first thing that gets most photographers into weddings is they're a big ticket item. And so it looks like a great way to make a career. But you're only going to stay shooting weddings if you love certain things. And one of those things you need to love is solving a problem on the fly. You have got to love being a problem solver. You have got to love thinking on your feet. And weddings are an endless opportunity to stretch that muscle. And so each wedding is unique. Plus, I mean, let's be honest, I get to be around people on their best days, people who are in love, people who are surrounded by people that they love. And so I think that makes it a really unique career. Do you still get nervous on wedding days? There are certain things that will make me nervous on a wedding day. If you have confetti planned at any part of your wedding day, just know I will be nervous leading up to that because it's such a one and done. I've got to get it right and you've planned and you've invested and I want to make that beautiful image you have in your head actually happen. And so there'll be moments like that that I think I get somewhat nervous. But for the most part, I feel in my element on wedding days. In your in your head, in your brain, and even the car ride and the conversation on the way home, 
Are you ever like, oh, I wish I would have done this or I wish I would have captured this? Do you ever have those moments? Oh, 100%. I don't know if it necessarily happens in the ride home because I think I've given everything I have to give mentally and physically on a wedding day. But when we load the photos in, I think, so when photographers load their photos in, we do a process called culling, which means we pick the good photos and get rid of the bad. And to me, that's the hardest part of the process because I have to come face to face with any moments I may not have captured in the way I would have hoped or just just anything not going perfectly. I think there are always going to be those those things I wish I did better, but that's what makes us an artist. We always want to do better. We always want to do more. We always want to be more creative, and that's why this field never gets boring. And there are weddings, like looking back, there are certain weddings, there's three or four that I'm like, I wish I would have done this. And it still haunts me to this day, and there's such minor things but I still, they're, they're on repeat in my brain. So I believe you feel that way because you truly care about your clients yeah. and you care about this profession. And so that comes from this deep want of doing right by people. And again, what a beautiful prof profession that is, is to be surrounded by people who just deeply want to do a good job and bring joy to others. But yes, the flip side of that is when we fall short or even fall short in our own head in a way no one else would notice, it, it can haunt us from time to time. Is there a part of the wedding day that is your favorite that you look forward to every single wedding? Many parts. That's a great question. I, I, I always get emotional during the father-daughter dance. I have actually lost my own father. He has passed. And so for me, that's a very intimate, beautiful moment on a wedding day that I love to see people enjoy. As far as something I always look forward to, I always look forward to a first look. And as a photographer, you're always, your wedding photographer is going to try to convince you to do a first look for a lot of reasons. But it is this beautiful moment that's just the bride and groom. And there are truly very few moments that are just the bride and groom on a wedding day. And so getting to see them see each other for the first time, getting to see them both immediately become way less nervous because they're with their person, that's just really special. And my personal thing is I love to ask the groom questions about the dress before he sees her. And I always ask him, okay, do you think it's poofy or tight? Do you think it's like lacy, shiny, or satin? And I always love to hear their guesses to see how close they get to the actual dress. I've never heard anybody say that they do that or even that idea. That is incredible. Are they ever even remotely close to it? It's usually one or the other. They're usually spot on or just wildly off base. But I think it's a great way for us to make conversation with the groom because that's a very nervous part of the day. And we are there to take great photos. Obviously, that is the end product. But we're in this business to take care of people. And so all of the touch points throughout our day on a wedding is how do we make that person more comfortable? How do we make them more happy? My original name of my business was actually Hoot Shoots. And the tagline was, we'll have a hoot while you shoot. And while I do think I've upgraded the name a little bit, the heart of it's still the same. I want people to have fun when they're in front of the camera. And most people don't think the word fun when they think in front of the camera. So whether that be having a fun conversation or giving great direction, our goal is to make people feel comfortable throughout the day. And talking about the father-daughter dance, the first look with a father honestly gets me more than anything. The first time I got to experience one of those like, has been probably 12 years now, and I still know exactly what church it was in, where they were standing. It was such an incredible moment. 
What a surreal experience. I personally don't have children yet, but I cannot imagine what it is in your life to stand there and look at your child ready to start that chapter. It's got to be a very humbling, beautiful moment for any parent that gets to experience that with their child. And so when you're experiencing a wedding day with a couple, how long are you typically with them during the wedding day? Really depends on the couple. We typically started a base package of eight hours, and most stories could be told in eight hours. But occasionally, depending on the day, such as if it's a Catholic ceremony and it's a little bit longer, or we have a big location change, sometimes we're with them nine to ten hours. Whatever it takes to show the full story, and the full story to us is we typically say about an hour before the bride gets dressed and all the way through your reception. So you say for sparkler photos? Oh, sparkler photos. Yes, yes. Sparkler photos, which to me means I get to direct approximately 80 drunk people holding fire, Um, but they make beautiful images. So yes, if a couple has decided to do an exit, which is what we typically refer to those things as, um, we, we do like to stay through to that because that's another part of the day that they've put their heart into. They planned, they've envisioned what it'll feel like walking out towards their getaway car. And of course, we want to capture that for them. So that kind of leads us to our main topic for today. Whenever we talked about bringing you on the podcast, you said something that you were so passionate about was great reception photos. Why is that something that you're so passionate about? Because honestly, I don't hear that often from photographers. I hear the sunset or, you know, the dance at first dance, those things. What is it about the reception photos that's important to you? It's so funny because I actually... If I had to describe it, I wouldn't say I love reception photos for the most part. I do, but they're not the thing that gets us the most excited because we don't get to exert our own creativity at the reception. We do in things like portraits and details and stuff like that. So obviously a lot of photographers are going to gravitate towards that. However, most of the money of a wedding day and most of the time is spent at the reception. And so if we're there to capture the heart of what the photographer what the couple has put into photography, we need to do a good job at the reception. And over the years, I've had the privilege of working with other talented vendors, such as DJs, who do a really good job at making reception moments happen. And I've learned that there's a lot you can do to get great reception photos. Obviously, you always hope your people will dance. Sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't. And so the tips I want to share today are ways to guarantee your photographer has a great opportunity to capture lots of photos of all the people you've decided are important enough to have at your wedding day. Okay, hit me with those tips. (laughs) All right, so these aren't going to seem revolutionary, and some of them are kind of like trends, but I promise these three things have made a huge difference on wedding days. So the first one, and hang with me, is a giant group photo. Now, the group photo isn't what I love. The group photo is fine. You have everyone come out on the dance floor together, everyone who's able-bodied and able to join you. Have them come out on the dance floor, and you're going to get this big, fun shot of everybody. And that's great, but that's not where the magic is. The magic is the moment that photo is done, the DJ needs to jump on the mic and say, hey, everybody, now the couple wants to have a first dance with everyone at the reception and go right into a great song. And what that does is it means everyone's already out of their seats. Everyone's already standing on the dance floor. It's become more awkward to leave and not dance than to just stay and dance for a few minutes. And if you do that, your photographer is going to have a whole song where a ton of people are out on the dance floor and they're going to get lots and lots of images. In my experience, when this is done right, I get more images in that 10 minutes than I would get in a whole reception. 
So have you experienced this yourself? Is there a particular DJ that you kind of learned this trick from? Yes, we were actually working with a DJ way up in northern Ohio. I wish he was closer because I would like to work with him over and over again. But he did this trick. And we've done the group photo thing over and over. But the trick was immediately going into the dance. And let's be honest, almost guilting people to stay on the dance floor and enjoy a dance with the couple. Seeing him do that so seamlessly, it was just an aha moment for me. And then seeing the photos I got from one song just solidified that I needed to make sure every couple I work with knows this trick. Have you had anybody do that here since you have seen this? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> and I will say, I actually love the group photos myself. Um, I've seen like couples hold up Kentucky flags in the middle of it, like if they went to UK. Um, and it's just a great opportunity to really get a picture of all of your guests before any of them start leaving, those kind of things. So I think it's a great way for couples to see everyone that was at the wedding because they don't always get the opportunity to. So, Absolutely. It's just a once-in-a-lifetime chance. When are that many people you love going to be in the same place again? You might as well get every bit of documentation you can out of it. Yes. Okay, tip number two. All right, tip number two, again, not revolutionary. However, and I wish I could be visual for your listeners for this, but those light sticks, they almost look like pool noodles to me, like cut off pool noodles, but they have lights in them. Have those at your reception. And the reason is, imagine standing in front of someone and they say, okay, dance. You're going to feel really awkward. You're not going to know what to do with your hands. You're going to do really awkward, like sad movements with your hands and with your feet. But if I hand you a big pool noodle and I'm like, okay, dance, all of a sudden you're just going to shake that pool noodle around. Your listeners need to know I'm shaking a pen around for Sarah right now um, to demonstrate. But I think it really helps people feel less awkward on the dance floor. They feel like they know what to do with their hands. They feel like it's less about them and more about a silly little light up pool noodle thing. There's probably a better word for it than pool noodle, but that's what it makes me I think know exactly of. what you mean right. by that. So <laughs> right. They're like little LED pool noodles. And so I have seen at several receptions, if those are available, people are just so much more likely to dance. And this isn't just young people. This is kids. This is people in their 20s and their 30s. And then your older guests as well. Everyone just feels so much less silly shaking this thing around than having to figure out what to do with your hands. And so I've noticed people are a lot more fun on the dance floor, which of course leads to really great photos. Awesome. And then tip three. Tip three. I know it's a little bit of a trend right now, and I call it the rapid table photos. So you can do this two different ways. It's either the couple goes around to each table during one song at the reception. And again, your DJ is going to help facilitate this. So imagine you have all your tables. They start playing the song, and the couple runs to table one. We snap a photo all together. We all run to table two. We snap a photo together. You can do it that way, or you can have the couple sit somewhere, and the tables come up in groups to the couple. I, I know this is a little bit of like a trend right now, but I do love it as a photographer because it ensures that we get an image of everyone at the reception. As I go throughout the night at a reception, I'm trying to mentally log who I've gotten photos of and who I haven't. Because if that person was important enough to be at your wedding day, I know you want photos of them and I want to show up for you in that way. But it can be hard because depending on the size of the wedding, it is hard to keep track of people and some family members really look alike. And so this is a great great way just to make sure everyone feels included. Everyone gets an image from the day that makes them feel like they were part of your special day. And so while it can be a little like goofy, fun, kitschy moment, I actually think it leads to some great photos. 
And so is this something where the DJ will start and be like, okay, we're actually going to move super fast on this. I feel like a lot of guests would need a little prep on that because otherwise they may want to have a few minute conversation and then it turns into a whole ordeal. I think the beauty of it is springing in on people. I really do. And that's, I know that's everybody's photography worst nightmare, but it's, it's usually done within one song. Like the, the, the goal of it, the game of it is usually to get around to every table in one song and DJs can work a little DJ magic. So if you're not going to make it, they'll add some to your song. Don't worry. But um, going around really quickly before time, people really have time to think about it or stress about it. I actually think that's a gift in a way. Just have a fun photo, go for it, whatever it is it is. And then you have that memory with the bride and groom. That's awesome. I love those tips. Those are actually all amazing. I had no idea what you were going to tell us today. Um, is there anything that you, we talked about your favorite parts of things that you like to shoot during the, the wedding day. Is there anything that you maybe don't love or it doesn't always turn out the way a couple thinks it's going to turn out in their photos? I would talk about a part of the day that I think is more stressful for couples than they anticipate, and that's the family formals. So family formals are those photos that you think of with all your aunts and uncles standing somewhere, everybody's standing straight, looking at the camera, very traditional photos. We do always set aside a part of the day for that because we want your family members to feel valued. We want them to have that memory and that important moment just for them to celebrate time with you. So while I do think they hold an important place on the wedding day, there's something I would encourage couples not to spend a ton of time Time on and there's a couple reasons why number one if there's a point in the wedding day that I see tensions rise it's always during that it's always um, family members who don't want to do what the bride and groom want to do or family members that maybe have a past such as divorce and remarriage and things like that to navigate it always feels like a more tense part of the day than a lot of people anticipate number two they're not going to end up being your most treasured photos from the day you're not going to blow up that photo with every cousin you've ever had and hang it over the mantle you want to have it but it's not going to be something you want to dedicate a lot of time to. I often joke that the only time people use those photos are when someone dies. And then you see those photos posted to commemorate that person. And that is a special use of photos. But just putting it in perspective of how much time you want to dedicate on your day, I would encourage people to keep that part of the day very small and grab photos with additional people at the reception. I think that's great advice because whenever you started talking about those and nobody putting them over their mantle, I was like, no, I only see those at funerals. Absolutely. So, yeah. A little dark, but yeah. laying some it's truth from years of the wedding, the wedding game. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> Is there anything else you would like to share with couples about photography as a whole or your experience? Oh my gosh, of course. I could talk for hours. But my main thing would be to have open and honest conversations with your photographer, especially about the timeline of the day. Because my belief is if you have a good timeline, you're set up for a great day. And there are things, you know, you might think you need five minutes to get into your dress and your photographer is going to tell you to book 20. And that might seem crazy, but it's because we've seen hundreds of brides put on a dress. So trust your photographer with the timeline, but also communicate with them very openly about your priorities. And so they can take those priorities into consideration when helping guide you through the day. Perfect. And Michelle, share with everyone your social media. You can basically search Franzetti Photography and find us. That's a good thing about having a weird last name. I show right up. Um, I think there's a Franzetti, maybe that's a race car driver, and that's not me. Um, but otherwise, my Instagram is M underscore Franzetti, and otherwise just type in Franzetti and you'll find your way to us. Awesome. Thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you.
For more information about Simply Love Studio or to schedule your wedding consultation, go to simplylovestudio.com.